sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a dime from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's Hanson Tebbets along with... Chip Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of For the Birds as we get towards the uh, the end of May, one of the, my favorite month of the year. Um, May and September, I think, go hand in hand, but I, I think I prefer May over September, though. Yeah, there's just so much happening in May. You know, not just the birds, but white owl flowers and butterflies coming out and dragonflies starting to fly around. There's just, yeah, a million reasons to, to be outside in May for sure. Yeah. Uh, and of course, yeah, the peak of migration in Vermont. And um, flycatchers as well. We have a, a special visitor. Yeah, just um, seeing lots of um, our, our regular occurring flycatchers like Phoebe. Um, starting to hear peewee now as well, eastern wood peewee. Um, and definitely noticed uh, this year, uh, maybe it's because I'm in the Champlain Valley more, a lot of great crested flycatchers. Uh, they're so vocal, so when they're around, uh, easy to pick up, not as easy to see, because they spend a lot of time in the treetops, but uh, very vocal, a uh, you know, couple different sounds they make that weep, weep and that rolling prick, prick. So very vocal um, and a little, not, you know, not shy, but they like the canopy, so they can be hard to find up there, even though they're probably the most colorful flycatcher we have in Vermont, at least. Yeah, they're, um, there's, they're, that's one of those birds, I think, that uh, you hear more often than you actually see it, but it's there, and you're like, I wonder what that is, but that's a, that's yeah. a, a flycatcher. Yeah, you know, like Phoebe's are often out right out in the open, and, and willow flycatchers, alders, they're often sitting in the top of a shrub. But a great crested flycatcher loves big, tall, deciduous trees, and they're also you know, usually right in the canopy. Sometimes they'll be on a bare branch flycatching. Um, they're interesting, and they're, and they're colorful too. So if you do see them, uh, very colorful flycatcher. Most of our flycatchers in Vermont are, you know, shades of. Um, gray and white uh, but a great crested flycatcher lemon yellow underneath uh, gray throat, gray face a little brown in the cap uh, which has the slight crest not not a crest like a cardinal and then the little rust in the wings and the tail so they're very colorful uh, for a flycatcher um, and they're also interesting they, they nest in cavities in trees Oh yeah, so they're, they're not, you know, you, they, it's one of those birds. You're like, oh wow, yeah, it's a, it's a. Um, I saw one of those. I think I was in um, I'm trying to remember what day it was in Franklin County. I want to say it was um, maybe in Montgomery or somewhere like that, where I did see a tree and they were they were nesting in there. It was it was not too far from the house as well, but it was like uh, there was a nice sugar bush behind the house, but it was um, a tree that wasn't in the best shape, but it was providing incredible habitat for this uh, for this flycatcher. Yeah, those those trees that are on their way out can be really important for nesting birds. There's 
quite a few species that require cavities, uh, tree swallows, uh, owls, of course, um, great crested flycatcher. Um, so they'll find a cavity, um, build their nest, and uh, they have this unusual habit too. They they will line the nest or incorporate in the nest snake skins. I don't know why they do this, do this, but uh, a lot of nests have been found to have snake skins in them. Um, to me, you know, how often do we see snake skins on the ground? Not very often. So these great crested flycatchers are seeking out those snake skins, and um, you know whether they repel predators. I have no idea, but kind of interesting that they have this affinity for snake skins. Yeah. Good stuff, uh, flycatchers. So you talked about the great crested flycatcher. We have some other flycatchers, though. Yeah, there's uh, there's all the Impidinax flycatchers. Those ones that are all very similar: alder, willow, least. Um, down south, there's the Acadian flycatcher. At higher elevations, there's yellow-bellied flycatcher. But mostly we encounter least and alder and willow flycatcher in you know, most places in Vermont. Um, pretty drab overall, um, you know, light colored underneath. They may have a tinge of yellow, especially on yellow belly flycatcher. Um, olivey on the back and top of the head tends towards gray in some of the species. Wing bars, but they're very distinctive um, in terms of their vocalizations. So least flycatcher constantly calling Chebec, 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 whereas alder is more of a rainier, rainier. So you got, it's definitely one of those species where you need to learn the songs. If you, uh, if you use just uh, try to identify them visually, you'll, you'll be pulling your hair out for sure. Yeah, and they're, they're not the most exciting looking, I shouldn't say this, but they're not the most exciting looking birds either, right? And I mean, they're okay, but they're not like vibrant. They're, yeah, definitely not vibrant. Uh, you know, they're cute little guys, but they're yeah, not colorful uh, by any means. Um, I don't know. They're fun to watch, though, and I like, you know, when it, it's a challenge to identify them, so I'm always waiting for them to sing. Uh, and they're very tied into certain habitats. Least flycatcher prefers deciduous woods. Alder, as you could imagine, you know, in alder swamps, uh, and with willow, often in marshy areas with a lot of willows, there can be some overlap But uh, with alder. Uh, so they're definitely um, specialized in different habitats. I mentioned yellow-bellied. It's, it's, that's more of a high-elevation species. So either up in the spruce fir on top of mountains or up in the Northeast Kingdom where there's lowland spruce mm. and fir. But their sounds and their songs are really kind of cool. I mean, they are... Uh you do hear them, and um, and it also makes me think of black flies too. I don't know why. I just think when I yeah. when I think about going out looking for flycatchers, I'm thinking I'm in the habitat of like peak black fly habitat as well. Uh, they, they must love them. Yeah, I'd be curious. I wonder if anyone's ever tried to figure out exactly what they're eating. It would be nice to think if they're eating black flies and mosquitoes. I'd, I'd be very happy with that. Well, the, the, the buffet is certainly full. It's just a matter of they probably, uh, it's probably in their diet, but you'd have to probably eat quite a few of them to make a meal, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they only weigh, you know, a couple ounces probably. <laughs> Maybe 15, 15 grams. They're tiny, so. Yeah. No, and uh, 
of course, uh, the habitat's kind of cool uh, where they're all at. And uh, it's that time of year, um, approaching the end of May, and uh, things uh, continue to hopefully uh, warm up bit by bit. And hopefully um, all the frosts have passed, and June and July and August will be nice and pleasant and so forth for uh, uh, birding as well. But well into the well into the um, birds uh, raising their young, and some of them probably have already got one family almost on the way, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing lots of birds carrying nesting, nesting material. Yeah, robins often have their first brood, you know, before Memorial Day, right? there. Um, yeah, some birds get right on it as soon as they get back. Others, you know, take a little while. Uh, but yeah, end of the month, pretty much everything's working hard on, on raising the next generation of birds. Fantastic. Well, we've uh, reached the uh, the end of the show. We'll be do it again uh, next weekend. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. For the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Yeah.